Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. This is the Eat Sleep Early Whippy Podcast. Where we will you? Introducing first, the most electrified host in all of professional wrestling podcasts, Charlie. Charlie. Let's go, my brother. Duo. They call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. I am the Duke of Derps, also known as Garrett. And it is another week of eat, sleep, elite, repeat, and we are back once again. And as always, there's a few things we've got to take care of at the top of the show. So let's take care oh, of that yeah. first. As always, if you are listening to this on your favorite podcast platform of choice, be that iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, make sure you go ahead and follow or subscribe. Also, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bane Duke, B-A-N-E-D-U-K-E. And my buddy here, Charlie, is at O Charlie with an X instead of an A. All right. Hell yeah. And make sure you also check out my Twitch TV. Check out my Twitch channel where I'm streaming games all the time. Like I just finished a Let's Play of Jedi Fallen Order, which I'm still playing on my channel, but I finished like the main game story Let's Play. Um, That's a fun game, man. That's a fun uh, game. So much replay value, but also it's kind of the. I wish there was more customizations in it. But anyway, um, like more like different things you could actually do. But it's, it's you know I can it, see that conceptually it could. Oh, there should be more games like that. But anyway. Um, and you can also check out the Vasoki Entertainment YouTube channel where you can see uh, me and Charlie do like reviews of movies whenever I actually get around to seeing stuff um, and when I see it on time. <laughs> and um, I saw a couple really good movies this week. Yeah, and I don't always, uh, you know, review movies, but I, 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 t- I try to get back into it, but I just haven't really been watching movies recently. Um, but yeah, that's all the stuff that we uh, have to take care of at the top. Um, you know, it was another, it wasn't like the best, I don't think, week of wrestling that we've had in a while, but. I think but it was paper, it, it was it's solid. I think it lived up to what it could be on paper. Like I don't think Agreed. There was a lot of blank going into this week. I didn't know what we, most of the segments we were going to get were, and I liked that, but then it felt kind of like they didn't really know what they wanted to do either, so but you know, we'll, we'll break all that down more in a second. Um as always, we like to start out with what we uh we liked in wrestling our favorite thing this week. Um so let's go ahead and jump right into that and um, I'm starting us off this week and sorry, I just got to Switch my screen. Oh, my screen. I got to switch over to my notes. You taking um, us home there, brother. Yeah, I'm, I've been rolling perfectly, and now I have to fucking start, stifle my own momentum. Um, yeah. but anyway, A quick um, shout out to you guys who are checking us out on like Pod Nods, uh, Podcast Attic. We see that and we appreciate it. I mean, hey, any anywhere you catch this, we we love it. We Any feedback or anything that you guys feel like throwing at us, it's it's always appreciated. Yeah, and if you have a fan, like a friend that you know listens to podcasts that like just like that also watches wrestling, that is like looking for a new show. Like I know that for a while that was kind of my problem. There was like a really good, you know, when WWE got popular again for a little while, there was like a good ecosystem of stuff like of old school wrestlers and people that were in wrestling at the time, but on the indies doing podcasts and stuff like that. But like a lot of that, like some of it, like kind of died out a little bit, you know, like and yeah. You know, it's so Except, I mean, I, if you if you go and look right now, a lot of it's just former wrestlers kind of giving their opinions. But a lot of times people just kind of want to hear like, you know, people like them, people like us, just just a couple dudes, a couple ladies, a couple whatever talking wrestling. And I mean, it's just kind of that's that's the bill we fit. We're just a couple a couple guys being dudes, you know, so a couple, just a couple guys being dudes. <laughs> but anyway, um, that, don't you just love that? But anyway, um. <laughs> So Cody Rhodes was on fire this week, Charlie. Um, literally, literally. Um, so 
I've complained for a little while now on this podcast about Cody taking unnecessary risks. Oh wait, I don't actually. I haven't. I've actually kept my. I've kept. I've specifically not because like I just feel like it doesn't accomplish anything because you obviously aren't going to get the guy to do anything. He really wants to get over with the crowd. They don't, dude. Okay, first of all, before we get to the flaming table part, fucking Cody got booed out of the building in his own town. That had to be tough for him to hear because Tony, Cody, uh, Jesus. Cody has kind of been, you know, very expressive about the fact that he doesn't like that people are doing that to his character. And I know. I'm glad he, that they had Andrade throw turn. the belt. This I mean, he time. said that on that? TV. I like how they had Andrade throw the belt because that way they kept it. Even though they were pressuring whoever got it to throw it out there, they're like, dude, fuck mm-hmm. you. I'm not throwing this thing. You fucking kidding I me? I mean, so, yeah. So, speaking of. I mean, like, by the way, that was a tweet uh, from Ross Twiddell, I think, of uh, Cultaholic. I think that's where he works. Uh, put out, like, Cody Rhodes was sure on fire last night. But anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I – so two things in this match um, that I didn't like, even though it is my favorite. Um, I don't think Cody needs to get the pin in this. I just – I don't know. Like, I could see that. I Maybe I'm crazy because they want him to be a babyface. And I don't think Andrade, like, we've talked about this before. We talked about this actually all the way back when he was in NXT and we were reviewing NXT a little bit, um, which was that Andrade cannot lose a single bit of momentum no matter how many times he loses a match. It's insane. Like, he lost yep. most of his NXT matches and yet was still able to just walk up to a title shot, win the title, and then leave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, like. And anyway. I, I think, just to but, kind of piggyback off that real quick, I, I think. Ahead. In the same in the same note motion here, having Cody win also kind of feels a little important because we want when someone beats Cody to feel that big. You okay. know, when Malachi beat him, you know, a couple of weeks ago and whatnot, it felt really big. So, yeah, it it, it and it, like what you just said with Andrade taking the pin, it's never going to hurt Andrade. He's always going to get that you know that good treatment. Somehow so. he's always constantly able to bounce himself back, and I don't I don't get it, but. You know, the man, like, survived. Be- oh, also, shout-out to Andrade for uh, saving Cody's life by putting him out on fire, uh, even though he was trying to save himself at that point. But, like, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, it- he got pinned by going through a flaming ta- table. So, I mean, and, you know, Actually, to be fair, he was literally on fire. I don't think I would have been able to kick out of that either. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, so in a way, Cody had to go to the depths of hell to pin him. So, <laughs> Literally. Um, so, yeah, but... Uh, but the, I mean, I like street fights. I mean, I, I like extreme rules, whatever you want to call it. Like I like when they have no like DQ. I don't know why it's always just been my thing. Um, and, but I just feel like it's, you know, if they're going to do this kind of thing all the time, Cody's going to die and it's not going to be <laughs> pleasant. Like, so or he's gonna get seriously, what seriously is he going to have to do? What is he going to do? Are they going to bring like, are they going to bring like uh like the, the three stages of hell back or something like that? And and then they're going to like have him jump off the third highest cage. Like, I hate to say this, but I think they're just going to have to put Cody against someone the crowd really actually truly doesn't like. Like, like who? That's I don't know. They'd have to find it. Maybe you can't have him pin MJF, bro. No. No, no, they already put MJF over him. Uh, I maybe Ryborg. But, but like, I don't know. D- there's no actual heels, on, like, and I'm I'm not being disrespectful. There's just no, like everyone is cheered because of the like style of offense and style of booking. It's, there's only so many true like I can't even think of that many true heels. Like <laughs> they got to call up Matt Cardona, bring him back. Oh, <laughs> Matt Cardona just showed up in MWA, by the way. So good for him, Matt. Matt is Cardona. Crushing. 
dude, shout outs to the the original indie podcaster, but um the original internet champion. But anyway, um but yeah, no. Um I dude imagine what that man could have done with the twenty four seven championship. Just to picture it for yourself for a second. Anyways, they would have just let him um, let him be Matt Cardona and just run with it. Ugh, could anyway. have been awesome. Anyway, um, I don't know why they didn't start him like using his name. He started using it on the Indies. It's a great. His name is fine. I don't know why people have to change. I know why because they want to own it. But like you know. But anyway, yeah. like I don't know. Like I just Cody, please don't die. We love you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I like this match myself. Um, it felt like a true street fight. They got off to a little bit of a scary start with Arn falling like that. Oh my um, gosh! <laughs> I was I was actually like a little like. Concerned for a second, I'm like, oh shit. But uh, Jose, the assistant grip professional that he is. Cameraman should be fired. Got the shot of of him helping him up in the background. It's like, we don't want to catch that, but at the same time, it is kind of nice to see it that he's like, all right, let me help him out instead of trying to. I think it was hilarious to watch them fist fighting. I didn't realize that was going to be the spot. I didn't even know that Andrade's manager was a wrestler. That's kind of funny. Yeah. And that spot where he ran out with a taser and he's shirtless, that kind of got me. I was like, he, he he posted on Twitter. He's like, so this is why I was shirtless. <laughs> I was like, keeping it, keeping the kayfabe alive, my man. I like it. Um, uh, T-Pain had a couple spots in it. That was kind of fun. Again, I think that's Cody, you know, trying to really get back on people's good side, which I'm always down with. Um, there was multiple just badass chair shots. And then Andrade, he goes for one of my favorite moves in NXT. One of my favorite moves that he does is that 450 splash because it actually looks like something goes wrong but every time it's just the way it is so didn't he yeah. like eat a super kick in this match doing some weird something weird i don't know like there was, maybe yeah, there was yeah, uh, co- no it was a chair to the face oh that's right and then yeah, so I... brandy Rhodes set her husband on fire uh yeah so <laughs> so Okay, so Brandy needs to not be allowed to do this stuff anymore. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but she drenched that table, dude. That was great. Now th- I'm with you though. This uh, Cody, Cody picks up that win. I liked it. Um, we overall this was a fun main event. Uh, we didn't even talk about the golden shovel, which had Twitter on fire. I whatever. I mean, like exactly. That, that's I'll say I loved him picking it up and saying "lean in" and then not leaning in. It was hilarious. Um, See, some people take that stuff to the heart and they get all upset about it, but we're just kind of we know what it is. It's just it's all fun and games. He's just same with the sledgehammer. With the it's, crowd, it's fun. It's fun stuff. Cody, you know, he's not gonna he's not burying people. The guy's put over everyone he's faced. So, yeah, he just well, gets his back. He's which, fine. I mean, you he, can't really blame the guy. He wants to win over big, believable they, people so he can continue to put people over. But like, and it's very clear AEW and Tony want Cody to feel like he is the top dog without going for the world titles. And I, I hate to say it, but almost like a John Cena. Like do, 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 do. they want without the titles, but they want Cody to. If you beat Cody, you are ready for the next part of the fucking part of the show Um, but yeah that takes uh we'll jump into my favorite here so there was a couple i'm kind of with you in the sense of this week definitely could have been uh cody and andrade i love that so for me i've been kind of breaking it down to two and we're just gonna we're gonna go right at it i think we're gonna bookend dynamite here and brian danielson for salon angels i just loved i now i love the whole beginning of it i loved 
the match, and I loved kind of what followed. So the whole Brian Danielson, Ellen Angel segment, if you will. Okay. You know, that all started with him wanting to just beat the shit out of someone that lives in Atlanta, which 10 out of 10, I'm down with. Yeah. um, I thought they got going, and I thought this was much better than Ellen Angel's versus Kenny Omega. Ellen's on a hell of a fucking roll. And I like that match a lot. I almost picked that as my favorite that week. And Danielson, you can tell he's he's hit his stride with this heel role again. Yes. This is where he's at. This is where he's meant to be. This is what he wanted to do when he turned heel, obviously, like a few years yeah, back. Like he this is what he wants. He's the stomping of Angel's head and then putting him in the knee bar. Mm-hmm. He cuts a promo. And in the promo he's talking about how he snapped his MCL. Like <laughs> Last week, he got Colt Cabana's tooth. This week, he snapped the fucking Angel's AC, uh, MCL. And then, you know, <laughs> then he's got uh, a I, hometown member next week in John Silver, which is the match we've been waiting to see. Exactly. I am um, ready for Danielson versus John Silver. But yeah, Danielson picks up the win. And yeah, they kind of gimmick it by saying uh, Danielson and Hangman can't touch each other yet, which that kind of yeah, helps. I don't know. That's, that's dumb. But, no, but you know, that whatever. helps break apart the reasons why. You know, you need a little plot device as to why they can't just be going after uh, each it. other. To- to- no, Tony Khan, you just, 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 no, just no. Nope. nope. <laughs> nope. But yeah, so. You know, uh, I wrote my notes for continue, this one. I, I wrote this was this Alan Angel's live murdering on TV. That's what this was. Um, it was, but they, but they did let him get a match. And Angel's is only 23. A match. We'll get to that. <laughs> so. Because we had, but yeah. because because I'm gonna be honest with you, he hasn't had a very good week. We'll we'll talk about it on elevation, but it didn't also, start out good for fly, him. I thought stuck out to me. Alan Angel's hitting Spanish fly. He's great at that, actually. Yeah, I like that move from him. But uh, he's missing something. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he's missing. It's him. There's a couple of tag teams. He'll find it. He's only 23. I mean, he's like ba- a fucking baby in wrestling. You know. I know, but like I feel like if they're going to put him in this role facing all these top guys, he needs to figure something out. Like he hangs out with guys like Sammy. Like Billy I, Gunn was thirty-five when this guy was born. Listen, all right. Isn't that nuts, though? <sighs> he was literally a, like a full-time wrestler when this kid was born. That's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, wait, Alan Angels is how old? Twenty-three, you said? Twenty-three years He's old. The same age as me, guys. That's crazy. That's just nuts. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I wanted to like the match more. It was actually out of the matches that I named to you earlier when we were talking about what matches we liked. Um, I, it was actually on my lower end because like, I thought some of the okay. other matches just got going quicker and sustained more. Like, I'll just go through the other matches that we talked about. Uh, we talked about, and we'll, we'll go to these individual segments, but this is just the stuff I want you guys to know where our minds at, you know what I mean? Um, which is like, we had like the Tiger style versus, CM Punk, we had, you know, uh, obviously Stat versus Soho. And we've been talking about that one for weeks, but we, yeah, we saw it in the, I, I we saw it in the pop- my favorite. They were like, hmm. But, you know, um, but, and then, you know, Nice versus Guevara, but like, and there's various other things. And, and there was another match that you liked as well. But I mean, like, it's, you know, it's, it's weird how wrestling can be because sometimes I'm like, oh, all the wrestling is just so good. And like some weeks you're like, no, these are like, this is the difference between a good match and a bad match. Not that there's bad matches on this week, but like, we'll get to it when we get to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like every match has their moments. And that's, that's something I think AEW's uh doing very good at. 
Alright, so I guess I guess we gotta start talking about Dark at some point. I don't know why I've been beating around it so much, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into some Dark here. Uh, I'll lead us off with Dark Elevation of the week. Dark Elevation was short again, whereas Dark was long. I think that's if that's the route that they go with the shows, I'm cool with it. Because, you know, Monday most people already watch three hours of wrestling. So, yep. I guess they don't need more. Um, starting off, we had Nala Rose, The Bunny, Emi Sakura, Diamante, and... May Segura facing Julia Hart, Layla Hirsch, Rio Muzanami, and Sky Blue. Getting Sky Blue back in the getting some action. Notice and every every female in this match was on another segment on Dark this week. Anyway, go on. That's pretty cool. I think. I yeah. Think. So this was this was I a think. pretty it was a pretty decent match. Um, the crowd seems into it. Uh, Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and Emi Sakura and Diamante pick up the dub. So oh, everyone, did, did, but Diamante, I think, but everyone else was like in, in another segment or something. I don't know. It doesn't. Nyla Rose is having a great year. Book, she, she's, Layla, she's on like every week. Yes, agreed. Our second match was Anna J and Tay Conti facing a couple independent ladies, and of course they pick up the victory there. Dude, I put an eye roll emoji in my fucking notes for this because it's like, dude, just just do something with them. Yeah, they, they don't. I mean, hey, they've. I wouldn't be surprised if they start cooling them down because they both put them against Brett past couple weeks. So, you know what? They might no. be on the cooldown now, sadly. Uh, no, Santana no. and Ortiz pick up a victory against a couple of independent guys. Then we yeah, got Tony good. Nice picking up a victory, starting his week off right, going, you know, starting him off 3 0. Dude, he, they, like, dude, what was that like pile driver finisher he did? Like, that was the pump handle pile driver. Yep. Do that more. Holy shit. Like, by the way, Tony Nice, man, they, they kind of, Took uh, inspiration of his music from WWE. Uh huh. I don't know if that's a call on Nice or whoever he went to to get the music, or if that's Tony or whatever. It but worked. Talked about that. I mean, obviously they took a bite with Brian's. I mean, like, yeah, it works, I, man. They've been getting works, much better at their music because when AEW some first people want to do a different thing, you know what I mean? Like, I get that, you know. Yeah, and because when AEW first started, there was a lot of complaints about the music. Like, hey, this is kind of, you know. I mean, I, whether you agree with it or not. <laughs> yeah, so. But they've been getting a lot better with their music, in my opinion. Um, fifth match, we had The Dark Order, which was Eva Luno, Stu Grayson, and Alan Angels versus the Hardy family office, which is actually Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, and The Blade, which I kind of like that little trio right there. And yeah, Garrett, actually we, we've been talking about this. The Hardy family office, their uh, fortunes have been changing a little bit. Um, Hardy true. plants angels with a twist of fate to pick up the victory. So this is what I was hitting, talking about. Why are you hitting angels Alan on angels the week that he's facing Brian Danielson? Like what? Yeah, because uh, the only thing I can think of is in their eyes, they're trying to maybe build up the Hardy family office a little bit, and they're just like, you know what, someone's got to eat it. I don't know. Whatever. They're they're clearly we we talk about how they plan stuff. And I think they're planning something for the Hardy family office now. Uh, Jay Lethal getting a match, which. I love a picks up a victory against uh, an independent talent named Trenton storm. Great name, I, by the way, I like the lethal injection as a finish. Like it's, it's so simple to cut her, but the way he does it, it just looks so good. Makes it work. And then we have our, in our main event match, some tag division action. Alex we don't have Reynolds, any for you tag match. <laughs> Alex Reynolds and John silver and the varsity blondes facing the acclaimed and chaos project in an eight man tag team match. Um, Garrett, I, I was a little nervous and then they actually did it. They acclaimed lost. Um, this match had no momentum. Luckily, it looks like, uh, Serpentico took the pin, I believe. So 
I guess the acclaim didn't get to eat the pin, but Garrett Serpentico is literally like if Marco Stunt. I feel like if Marco, I say like Serpentico is fills the role that they wish Marco Stunt filled, but like Marco is too good to not actually be more than that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, Serpentico, he he knows his job, he does it well. Uh, I, I he's one of those dark guys to me that you know. Was he a Sin Cara? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. He probably did wrestle Sin Cara recently. He's been oh, wrestling sure. a lot. Dude, a couple of those Sin Caras made it onto the indie scene. But yeah, so that was Dark Elevation. Um, couple of questionable results. Couple things I'm really liking with the newer all elite guys like Jay Lethal and Tony Nice getting on TV. But uh, I'd like to see some new uh, all elite women maybe uh, soon. Ooh. Hopefully we can see some of that in the future here. But yeah, uh, you you uh you let the people know what happened with Dark this week. So we had a okay yeah so yeah we yeah I mean I I think I liked Dark more than Elevation this week if I had to pick. But I mean like um that's just because there was a couple of things on it that I did like. Um so first uh we had uh we had oh wait 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 oh guy look guys they're getting another match it's bear it's bear country. Oh, sorry. It's buried country. They get they get pinned quickly oh. by Wardlow. Not even by Sean Spears. It was it was literally by Wardlow. Hey, man. Something we mentioned last week. They've been building Wardlow up for something, and I'm starting to think it's CM Punk at Winter Is Coming. Oh, so he can get pinned by CM Punk? Probably. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, buried country. It was actually actually Sean Spears technically did pick up the pin, but I think it was like one of those. What what was it? It was like uh, I just I don't actually know how the so oh okay super kick to Boulder and then Wardlow connects with the casualty of war. So wait, why does it say via pinfall then? That doesn't even make sense. It should have been by knockout. I thought it was by. I thought they won by knockout. They might have. Should I pull up the tape? I feel like they won by knockout, but I could be wrong. Maybe they actually did pin them. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. It was yeah. stupid. Why, Tony? Just did you do it personally? To do it? Did you do it to make me mad? Don't. That's rude. <laughs> Bear. Uh, Kylan King doesn't do it for me, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, taking on Renee Michelle. I mean, it, this could have been more. She just doesn't do it for me, man. It was like it was a squash, and it's just like I don't know. Hey, yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, we had a we had a Fuego del promo. Um, I don't know why they keep giving him promos, man. Fuego I like Fuego del promo. <laughs> God damn it, that's pretty. I'm just reading good. what it says in my notes. I know man. that's pretty fucking good, man. Um, Fuego oh, just wait. It gets promo. better later in the notes. <clears throat> and uh, and it really is leading nowhere. So I don't know why they gave him a promo on this show. Um, we'll get back to that later. Uh, Ortiz and Santana um, had another had another match uh, as well against uh, Brandon Gore. What a name! And Gus Taylor Vega. <laughs> what a hold on. Let's just talk about this guy's name for it. Brandon Gore. Hey, how you doing? Hey yo. Anyway, um, but so Santana and Ortiz are looking good this week, man. I don't know. There was a, a couple of bad edits this week. I don't know if you noticed them. Uh, there was one in this match. Uh, I I don't know what happened. I don't know which one of them it was that was in the ring. I don't know if it was Gore or La Vega. One of the jobbers, I think, just 
I sorry, I shouldn't use that term. One of the extras did not uh, obviously hit something correctly. They didn't. It didn't work the way they wanted it to. Or maybe someone botched, obviously, and they just cut it. But they didn't yeah. cut it very well. Um, there might not have been any way to do it. I only call these things out because I noticed them because I feel like they could do better than that. But I, I like still like seeing Ortiz and Santana. I, like, I hope it means that we're going to see something with uh, with the inner circle because Sammy's been picking up some big wins, man. I don't know. Um, maybe they got something there. Um, so Alan Angels. Oh, sorry, I skipped a thing. Sorry, so we had Sky Blue in a match. Sorry about that. I fucked it up, everybody. Um, we uh. Versus La Rosa Negra is that how it was pronounced? I believe sounds about right. Um, anyway, she um, this is actually a pretty decent match. I actually really like this. I don't. What did you? What did you think of this? I actually like. Hey man, our friend of the podcast Dart. He was on here before. He is in love with Sky Blue. I I I haven't seen a whole lot from Sky Blue, and I'm just kind of sitting back, like you know, impress me because I don't really have any expectations, you know. And it's like, oh okay. Cool, I, yeah, she I has that corner spinning heel kick, I believe it's called, that I like. So, I mean, hey, I'm just, she's again, she's very, kinda, very it's, I want it to feel like it's more impactful, but it's fine. Yeah. Like, it, it's fine. It's I don't know. I have weird complaints. Um, and then, sorry, now we have the Allen Angels match, uh, which he came out with negative one, um, so he obviously couldn't lose. I mean, if you have negative one, I mean, you can lose, but you usually don't. So, um and I don't know why they gave him a. I don't know why they had him lose and then gave him a squash if he was going to lose on to Danielson. I don't. I don't understand the yeah. point of any of this. I don't get it. But um, <laughs> I really don't. I'm like, I don't get it. Why? I, I get having him on dark, but like, why not? Just like if he's gonna, you know, like if you're just gonna have Bear Country win two matches and, and have, or sorry, win a match and then be on and have a promo and then lose. I mean, what what are we doing here? But anyway, you know. What are we doing? Uh, someone took my advice, and Ryumi Zanami uh, had a match, uh, an actual match that was just against somebody. And, um, scroll. It was uh, against uh, an own 17 Danny Jordan. Ouch. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just yeah. saw that. And I was like, ouch. Um, I think Mizunami actually, if I still believe that if you take Ryumi Zanami and Emi Sakura, and you throw him in a feud for like a, a month on Dynamite or even on Rampage, fuck it. You know, I feel like that could get over. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like they have no, chemistry no, in the ring. Yeah, I, I mean, you remember all those weird tag matches? Like there was one at the start of, the, of, of Elevation this week. Those weird tag matches where they like have like a bunch of random women in it, but like for some reason it's like almost like a three and a half star match or something. It's like... It's like, what is happening? But yeah, so what the hell? We had uh, the butcher coming out with the Harley family office to get a squash. Guess he's been doing some backstage politics in there, brother. But anyway, brother. Um, <laughs> no, I it, the butcher is weird because his schedule pre- does prevents him from being like a really good single star. I feel like you know, like like Jericho makes it work, man. Figure it out, like <laughs> yeah. Hey, gotta do something. Um, so this is the editing fuck up that I was talking about. Julia Hart. I know I'm, I'm not really talking about a lot of this stuff. I didn't really, these are the ones I didn't really write as much about. Um, that we're just kind of skipping through. I, there were certain things that I wanted to talk about with them that I'm hitting. So, uh, Julia Hart took on Nikita Knight and, 
you know, I don't know what it is about Julia Hart. Something just isn't like connecting in the ring. I don't know what it is, but like, what, what, t- t- tell me what it is. What is going on with? I just something in the ring. I think it's just inexperienced. Like, yeah, uh, she's just gonna have to get better over screen? time. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it, there's so many people in that locker room. Like, is she just like? A, it, does she just have so much heat that it's just like nah? Like. <laughs> Um, I don't remember the exact editing thing that happened in this match. I just remember there being another editing thing where it was like super obvious and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? You know, I just don't get it. It's like, we, you know, you, you pay people to do this job. But anyway, um, uh, we had the debut of Infinito on dark. Um, I, what is this, Charlie? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure who it is. Uh, there's some people well, thinking they, I don't know. People think they know who it is. I mean, there was a flying headbutt in this match, but I mean, I don't know, man. Like if, if it's, it, here's the thing. Uh, here's why I'm kind of speechless on this one because like, okay. I really liked suicide in TNA. Right. But I don't know that, like, in 2021, if if a wrestling gimmick can get over where the guy is just – the whole gimmick is that, oh, who is it? You know, like – because, like, we're not seeing Fuego 2 so anymore. People online seem to think uh, it's Christopher Daniel or Brian Danielson. I, I honestly Apparently he has a know. very, very similar build to Danielson. I mean, that's so. – I didn't I mean, see look, that. Considering, I look, mean, considering what they're doing with Cody, I have no idea. So, it's I, so I'm weird, sure Tony's open to all of it at this point. I have no idea. Um, and then we actually had a singles match for Layla Hirsch. It seems like they're actually listening uh, to the fans because uh, I think other people are starting to see that that legit Layla Hirsch is legit, and that it's just a matter of time before we could actually see Layla on TV. I feel like that's not even an understatement. I feel like, I feel like she's there. Like, I feel like, yeah, agreed, she, agreed. whatever she needed to figure out on the Indies or whatever, or whatever she was doing that she like now she just needed some more time in the ring. Like when we first saw her and she's still not all the way there. Like, I, again, I still think you need to put her up against the right size people or whatever, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Charlie, why the fuck were the varsity blonde? So on TV so much this week, Eh, just getting them in the crowds. Very easy. I do like seeing the factory, but uh, fucking the vlog crew is everywhere this week, man. Just fucking all over the place. But at least some good vlogs coming out of that one. Out of that, I guess. But um, Vlogs looked fucking amazing this week. I'm I'm sorry he did. Um, Finished this match with the fucking running niece. It looks fucking great, man. It does. Oh, by the way, Layla picked up the win by a submission. I like that. Um, cross arm breaker is a great finisher, and when someone like I puts it on, it's like actually looks good. Um, I'm sorry, I just don't care enough about the varsity blondes right now. Like Julia Hart is not there. I don't think she looks great on TV with oh, them. Yeah, that but little I push just, they had like a couple months ago, it's died down now. I think I just, they're just kind of treading treading water right now. They should have. Okay, this is what happened. Pillman looked great. In that feud with MJF, especially coming out of the other side, he still looked great. And then they never did anything with them. So, nope. 
Anyway. Scroll. All right. Um, Tony Meese management. Match 13 was. Uh, oh, yeah. So we had we saw Matt Hardy come out with George Joel last week. And now Matt Hardy and George Joel teamed up, um, which I like to see. I think um, those guys have some th- chemistry together, man. I, I, don't I liked know. it. I like that. If that's, if that's Matt's like go to single tag team partner, like if he's not going to have just like, you know, I like him having his go to tag team that's got like the best potential of being, you know, uh, in for a tag team shot eventually. Um, I like him doing that, but I also like him teaming up with the people, getting people on TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, also, I mean, he's, he's a wrestler from India. And I don't know, man. It's just also, I, I, I dig it together. Prince Agabala is my favorite. he looks so good what the fuck yeah and they've been having George Joel wrestle uh, a lot of independents recently I mean he even had a match with uh, Tony Deppin and it's just like this guy is clearly out there working on becoming a better wrestler and I'm glad we got to see him on Dark again alright so we had uh, Ethan Page taking on Fuego Del Job um (laughs) This match went on for too fucking long. All right, moving on. Um, we had the main event of the main event of the evening. We had um, I don't know what the fuck this energy is on. We had the match we were actually the most looking forward to this week. I think of all of all. I don't know about you, but this was the match I was fucking oh just, big time. I was, mm. but anyway, um, and I actually really liked this match. Like it was actually in my head. I was like. Is this the week where I where I where I go full on and I take something from Dark that is my favorite? Nah, not this week. But eventually that will happen. Because um, I there's sometimes where I'm watching a Dark match, man, and I'm just like, am I am I liking this as much as I liked the main event of Rampage last <laughs> week? Like, what the hell? Like, Dude, part of the reason I mean, that is is because of Tony Nice right now, by the way. Um, but Anthony Green, he has he has the sauce, man. I'm telling you, like if. If 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 they do not sign Anthony Green and this man lands in NXT 2.0, it'll be like the dumbest thing ever because they won't use him right. Like, well, I think he's already. I think he's done with that. I don't think you don't think he would go to. Oh no, no, not Impact! Don't do that to him. No, because he worked so hard on 205 to just get cut All like right, that. There's no way. GCW. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they uh they had another show last night. I saw that. Um, I didn't see the show, but I saw that they had a show. Um, but I, I, don't know. I really like this. In my notes, I put in Anthony Green looking like a dream, um, which is how I feel. I dig it. He looked great. Um, this match really picked up in the second half. And I don't know, man. Like Anthony Green, he has something special. I'm telling you. Like You give this guy some time and a tag team partner, and you could probably do some really good stuff. Like... I want to see him do some solo stuff because I want to see what he's got. But I feel like I don't know. There's just some people I could see him tagging. Like, okay, imagine tagging him up with like Joey Janela or something like that. Yeah. Like, because Joey Janela's got that new gimmick he's working on with I think his new girlfriend. I don't actually know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, not sure. Can't say for sure, but like his new sidekick. No, that's not the way to put it. The new like. The new person the new that he's got manager. Yeah, his yes, manager. thank you. Yeah. His manager. The, the wrestler that he's hanging out with lately. <laughs> Which is actually a good way to describe it. You know what I mean? Like, Agreed. Um, yeah, it was, a good, it was actually a good main event to Dark this week, I thought. Um, Adam Cole, of course, picked up the win. But 
I don't know. Anthony Green's got something, man. I'm telling you. I like seeing Adam Cole on Dark, too, by the way. Yeah, no, okay. That's something I actually want to complain about. They're, they had no problem putting Adam Cole and Brian Danielson and various others. And uh, Tony Nese is on there, but he's been on Dark. So it's not like he's been on ma- – he's had, like, one match on TV. Or, yeah, one match on TV. And he's been on for a few promos. Like When they're going to get Punk on there, it's going to be on one of these bigger uh, dynamites that he doesn't have a match on. And they're going to have him wrestle the main event of Dark Elevation. Yes, and that so, team's fair. That's when they'll do it. It's just It's going to be a little bit, I think. Imagine we get dueling main events for the dark shows. We get CM Punk on one and Danielson on the other. Oof. Anyway, um, yeah. So over, I mean, overall, I li- I like dark dark elevation this week. Yeah, I, I would agree, and I think it lived up to what I wanted it to. But like, I don't know, like it just felt like there was like kind of up down all the all the shows this week, and like I don't know, man. I like Anthony Green. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Real quick, I'll, I'll hit a couple news things that popped up this week. And then I'll kind of dive into a couple things about those. Um, Copy. The first one I want to hit is we have NXT War Games. Uh, well, technically, when you guys see this on Sunday, we have NXT War Games on Sunday. And I just want to run through the card real quick because I think there is a couple implications here. So we have two War Games matches. The first one is... Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction, which is Mandy Rose's new group. I'm sure most of us remember Mandy Rose. Facing Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray. Okay, so- I would take all eight of those women today in AEW, by the way. So yes. We're going to talk about <laughs> AEW's. I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson in a hair versus They're hair match. They're all in dark. <laughs> so Cameron Grimes, uh, you know, former Trevor Lee. Uh, PWG. Wait, can I just say, it? don't the babyface women have the advantage in the War Games match? Am I crazy? I do not know, actually. I think I heard that, and I'm like, come on. Just Mandy do Rose something right. Her, just do something right, Vince. Just for once. Yeah. Uh, and then Imperium, which is Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel, facing Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. So I want to point this one out because this might be Kyle's last match. And we've been talking for a lot about... Kyle O'Reilly! Yeah, we've been talking a lot about Kyle, maybe, you know, the Undisputed Elite, where that's going to come into play. If they bring in the Undisputed Era, it's over. Like that, Um, it's just such an easy angle to do them versus the fucking Bucks. Do you think they run the Red Dragon name? If they do that? They they could. They'll they'll have all the ROH names available. And then we have Roderick Strong, another. Okay, here's my. Okay, try. Before we move on, question. Question to you Do you think Tony Khan will purchase the Ring of Honor library when they eventually fold? Um, I think he's going to try to. Do you think, because there's so many stars. I don't know if they'll that, ever come to a deal, but I think he's going to try to. Do you think he could like get the stuff of his stars that he has? Like I, that would be kind of weird. I don't know if they would be able to do that, but like. I, I, I'm, I'm sure they'd even love to just get all in. They, they probably want that yeah, no matter they, what. They could, they'll give them all in. They'd be fucking fools not to, because they made a bunch of money off that show too, I'm sure. Like, you know, like. Yeah, so. Um, Roderick Strong with the Diamond Mind, which is his, his group, facing Joe Gacy, fucking CZ Dub. Joe Gacy is part of NXT 2.0, and it's kind of crazy that he is one of those 2.0 guys. But this is going to be an awesome match. It's for the Cruiserweight title. Um, Joe Gacy is, of course, with Harland, who Harland is that fucking uh, Parker Boudreaux, who's got like all these famous actors and rappers always commenting on his stuff. Like Kevin Durant, Lil Baby, all these superstars in our fucking pop culture 
commenting on all his stuff. So good for him. Harland is something to keep an eye out for. And then the big dog, the big main event match. Team Black and Gold versus Team 2.0. Now, the reason, one of the reasons we're kind of talking about war games even in general is that there could be some AEW implications here. <laughs> so Johnny Gargano, this is all but confirmed his last match. He signed a one-week contract. Tommaso Ciampo is posting on Instagram about this is probably their, if this is our last match together, it's been an honor. And we have Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunn, and LA Knight, all four fucking elite-level wrestlers, pun intended, uh, versus two, Team 2.0. It's kind of funny they're even calling it that, which is Braun Breaker, which he's been the clear biggest surprise of this new NXT direction. Carmelo Hayes, which we all know Christian Casanova. I Again, AEW, should have had him. Grayson Waller, and then 2.0's fun character, Tony D'Angelo. So, Ron Breaker's name sucks. Yeah, I, hey, I, I'm I'm used to it now. I, Braun Breaker is that's such a genius idea. They they did it right with him. They just had him walk out and beat L.A. Knight. Fucking first five minutes of Duke. L.A. Knight. That's a debut. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's some implications here because we don't know what's happening with Johnny. We don't know what's happening with Kyle. Any of those women, if they're not going up to WWE, they're they're going to be gone soon. That's kind of the. The, the bar that they've set. And uh, before we talk about that GCW thing real quick, because there's some fun stuff and AEW people there. Uh, AEW this week, we learned from Big Swole that she is no longer under contract. So not only are they only seemingly getting nothing but male wrestlers lately, now they're actually losing women wrestlers. And we've been, don't talking, use them. we've been talking about how there's this kind of endless cycle on how they don't know what to do with Britt Baker. So now they're just throwing her against the opponent she's already faced. And I'm just going to list off a couple names real quick of women that are out there that they probably should bring in and that they it looks like they might. Starting off with Trisha Dora, who has run the women's indie scene for a couple of years now, and she's young. Roxy, she's the ROH women's champion. Willow Nightingale, we've been seeing her on Dark. Um, we also got Miranda Lees from ROH. And then some new WWE releases. Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, Ember Moon, Jesse Kamiya, Taya Valkyrie is back on the scene. She only had a 30-day non-compete. So there, there, that's that's just a couple names that you could bring them in t- tomorrow. And we're all like, okay, now you're putting some juice in this. Because in my opinion, they had their two best go at it this week on Dynamite, which we'll get into. And I thought it was awesome. But uh, it's, I agree. I that's agree. kind of the spot that they're in. Losing Big Swole is bigger than just a name being gone on a paper. I think right? the funny thing is like that they just don't. They, all the women are literally on dark. Everyone I don't think that, have they had uh, outside of the TBS tournament matches? Have there been any scheduled women's matches? They gimmicked one this week, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. So, oh, no. how they did it. Um, GCW. Uh, had their show yesterday, and we've been covering the GCW results on here just because it's kind of important and kind of fun. Uh, we had Joey Janela pick up a victory against ASF. I'm not too familiar with ASF myself. Uh, Tony Deppin, who is really fun, defeated Demonic Flamita. Jordan Oliver and Atticus Kogar was declared a no contest. So Jordan Oliver um, was in Myron Reed's group in MLW, which I don't think he still is. So I'm interested in Jordan Oliver. I would like to see Jordan Oliver, Dante Martin. He's that kind of style wrestler. So 
I want to see Bandito versus Ricochet versus Dante Martin in a uh, Stairway to Heaven match. Give me it, please. And then someone we've been hyping up after he was released from WWE uh, literally 30 days ago. Blake Christian, back on the indies, defeated Jack Cartwheel, who's a fun PWG guy. Second gear crew, AJ Gray and Matthew Justice defeat... uh, Faced off against Alex Colon and Sadika, so. Uh-huh. Oh, and then sorry, Fuego man. Del Sol picked up a victory against Big Sam Stackhouse, Gringo Loco, Drago Kid, Nick Wayne. Wait, and somebody Green. let him win? Fuego Del Sol run a, won a scramble match. Oh, uh, well, that makes sense. So, hey, good for him. And then now this is the main thing I want to talk about here. The GCW World Tag Team Championship match. If you guys okay. have been following on Twitter, the Briscoes have been beefing with FTR. Now, if they're going to bring that to M- uh, to AEW or AAA, I'm not sure. Either way, maybe that's our winner is coming surprise. The FTR, all the championships. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they defeated Ninja Mac and Dante Leon. Uh, it's a fun little tag team. Thunder Rosa defeated Alley Catch. And then John Wayne Murdoch defeated Jimmy Lloyd. That's a classic GCW fucking uh, main event right there. But yeah, you so know, Briscoes, man, I think I'm starting to think that could be our winter is coming debut. We'll, we'll obviously make some predictions next week when we actually have the card, but that yeah, is uh, kind of where I'm leaning Nothing. right now. They're scheduled. How can we be this close to that? And like, it's, we don't know, we know what's happening. That's so crazy. Eh, Cause it's a lot of stuff that, just hasn't been announced. I feel like, right? We know what it's going to be, though. Like, let's exactly. just let's just let's, all right. Let's just try right now. Like, let's just know what's. We know at least like three or four matches that are probably going to happen. I mean, obviously, something with CM Punk and MJF is going to happen on the show. Yep, CM Punk um, versus Wardlow, Malachi Black versus Pack, and when we have um, uh, we have probably got. A, is there a TBS Britt Baker title versus? Match? Uh, oh no no no! We... It'll be a. Uh, it might be Jade versus Thunder Rosa, right? Or are they facing next week? Ooh. We'll have to. Yep. We'll, we'll obviously we'll know more about There'll be a women's match of some kind on there, I think. It may, it may be the Britt Baker match with Riho. That could be yep. in there unless as well. they do that at battle. So, yeah. Um, other than that, let's uh, we'll get into our shows here. <laughs> all I, right. I just don't like it's it's it was a weird week this week, man. I don't know. Like that's all right. Alan, Alan Angels so, got murdered. Like why'd they do that to him? He's a good member of the vlog crew. Let him be. It's okay. He had a good match with Danielson, which started off Dynamite. And then right after that, we had a promo for, uh, vignette for Miro, which was fucking awesome, by the way. In the all-white room. <laughs> He's gone into his subconscious now. He's feuding with yeah. God. So, He's like Vince McMahon. I hope whatever they do with Miro next, he just beats the living shit out of someone. And that starts something. Again, I'm still hoping it's Punk. That was my prediction a little bit ago. Maybe that's that Punk's next big match. But we'll see. He says the line has been drawn, and then now he will bring fear when he returns. You know, it's funny. Immediately after that, we set up our Lee Moriarty versus CM Punk match before the match, which we have to talk about because it ties in. MGF walks out, and Garrett, there were some great, great lines in this. Leave the dog alone. I, I loved their back and forth here. I think Punk and MGF are getting the best out of each other with this. It's Something that I'm really I think into. MJF wants Punk to actually hit him. <laughs> I hope so. And if he does, he's he, GG. Uh, 
Yeah, that uh, their their little promo war was fantastic. I thought Punk and Moriarty wrestled a fun match. Um, Moriarty countered Punk's Pepsi Pepsi twist with his own Pepsi twist, and that got me. I love that. Um, I agree with MJF. He shouldn't be struggling anymore. He should be just proving MJF wrong. He shouldn't be, and that's I don't know. Maybe they're going to go the route by having him beat MJF in about thirty seconds. Yikes. So, are we going to really be shocked if that's the route they go, though? Probably not. I mean, they don't really want Punk to lose right now, so I, it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, that's also what she said. But anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, we'll, we'll have to follow it, see what they go. But um, Okay, and by the way, won the match. a small complaint. They mentioned and, uh, Britt Baker and Adam Cole, who both had segments following this. And before we got to the next match, which is why I'm making this, neither of them mentioned the comments by MJF. What is happening? Who? Oh, Breaker? Uh, Britt and fucking Adam Cole. What? What is happening? Is it? Is nobody coordinating these? These? It's. It's a show that's supposed to feel like everyone backstage is watching what's happening. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Did they know. just not I, see I the previous segment? Like, what is happening here? They were kind of weird lines, man. I don't know, man. I just didn't even really like them. I, I, I why is it? Would he be? He's. We all know he's married. We all know are, he's are, are married. Britain, Adam, are are they married or are they just like? If they're not, know. they're pretty close. I would guess they, they might as well probably. be, right? Like, yeah, shit. so I don't know. I I didn't care for those lines. To me, they're. I just, do want to see Adam Cole versus uh, Orange Cassidy, though. But um, oh yeah. But that I just that that stuck out to me. Like they should have mentioned that they got mentioned at the very least, even if it was just a passing comment, because it's almost like they're planting a seed for that when we want that match. But I don't even know why you would put them against each other. They're both heels. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I mean, hey, overall, Punk won the match. It came after they were chirping, you know, putting Larry to sleep. He Punk leaves to go after him, and Wardlow comes out, and that kind of. We've been saying for weeks now, Wardlow is going to be doing something big, and it's probably going to be Punk. So, yeah. Anything else you can think of? Uh, I mean, I just like I I like Lee Moriarty. I would like to see him uh, get more opportunities on TV, but he's one of those guys that it, you know they only throw out there when they just need like a solid 15, 20 minute match or something like that. You know. Yep, he's a reliable hand. Um, isn't that what we all need in our life? Is there, buddy? <laughs> that takes us to uh, Britt Baker backstage with Rebel, Hater, and Tony, and they're just kind of talking about how she has to wrestle Riho. Whatever, they're on the same page, and Riho will wrestle Hater next week, which we all know Riho's going to beat her. Well, yeah, um, there's like no progression. Okay, this is a small complaint about the one them not knowing what to do with Britt Baker. They don't know what to do, so they just every time there's like tension in the in the ranks, they just are like, ah, just kidding. Yeah, I, I, literally, they they don't know what to do. I people might disagree like with that, Baker. but I think it's clear as day. They don't like know Rick what Baker. to do. I do too. I love Britt Baker. I, I love just, his character. I, they just have nobody that can be on that level, and the people that they can put on that level, they 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 don't win. When, like it's either not for a title. Like it's yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. Um. So that that sets up that Adam Cole is out to do commentary next, and before that happens, uh, Orange Cassidy comes out, and they have that little. Young Bucks and Adam Cole, little fun stuff with Orange Cassidy, which I got a kick out of. Yeah, um, 
The low blow was pretty pretty epic, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I like them gimmicking the the super kicks too. That was pretty funny. Um, super, yeah, <laughs> if I can just end up really clapping them. Yeah, that was good. I like the the young bucks are. Um, didn't they just get like the the best tag team in the world again? Like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, uh, Wardlow and Sean Spears facing AC Adams. They hit a few chops, and then he uh, he hits Wardlow's four consecutive power bombs, and then he pins him. It's over after the chat after the match. Spears and uh, hits Spears and Wardlow hit Adams with multiple chair shots. I, you know, they do the same thing with Wardlow that they kind of do with Jade. I like Wardlow. I just yeah. don't want to like see him. This is just another fluff him. match. Didn't really, you know. I just don't want to see him lose the Punk. That's all. And then, so this is something I was uh, looking forward to when we talked about last week was the best two out of three falls match for uh, Rampage. We come from commercial break. Tony Schiavone is doing backstage, and he says with Penta and Pac that. Phoenix is injured and is not allowed to travel, and they will not face FTR on Rampage uh, for the tag titles in the two out of three. I'm, I'm glad they got this out of the way on Dynamite and didn't wait till Rampage, and you know, yeah. keep advertising it. Yep. So you know, hey, hey I hope if, if Phoenix is actually injured, obviously, I hope he's all right. You know, we love Ray yep. Phoenix here. So hey, I don't know if it's gimmick or not, but hopefully, he's I have all no right. idea. But if he's hurt, then. You know, we get healed, buddy, so we can see more epic matches. We need, you, we need to see a face Dante Martin. So, yes. Um, the Gun Club versus Darby Allen and Sting, the battle of the undefeated. Darby almost died. Darby is a fucking maniac. Now, <laughs> hear me out. He landed on his neck. He's dead. Yeah. While both teams were undefeated, it was clear as day that with the Gun Club, they didn't really have a direction for him. If they had the trio's title, yes, we would have seen that been the direction, but they don't have that title. Absolutely. Yet. Love to they, see the title. They, they're Club. probably not going to go that title for at least another half year, maybe a year. So just to take him off this undefeated thing, it kind of made sense. Darby Allen and Sting are clearly much more valuable for AEW right now. in just the terms of everything's going. Sting's only that, got so many like matches left in him too. Like, exactly. So that being fans. said, I thoroughly enjoyed this match, actually. I, Billy Gunn, just being Billy Gunn, it works in his tag match. I don't want to see these guys wrestle singles matches. I did not like the singles match that we had, but I enjoyed the tag match much more. You know, Sting's face paint looked fucking great, by the way. I, I dig the new face paint. I don't know if he's worn that before or not, but I dug it. I have no idea. It looked kind of similar to some stuff he did, like yeah, maybe in, so. in, uh, in Impact, but I'm not sure. Darby when he hit Colton with that stun dog millionaire and then uh, Gunn got hit with the scorpion death drop Sting pins Colton and he gets the victory ending the Gun Club's undefeated streak so yeah it was dumb from the start they should just not have had them do it they, they should have just they, undefeated streaks are dumb I'm sorry I, I that's said why if you're gonna break them off break them off like this you know we don't need to see it drag on for forever they, they could have had the Gun Club beat this team we would have been like seriously the 84 and 0 gun club. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. What do we do now? <laughs> yeah, let him take the L here. It was still a big spot. It was still a dynamite fun match. I, you know, it was what it was. <laughs> that's, that's kind of all we got here. We see Chris Jericho being interviewed. He gets laid out by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. My God, some of those kicks looked really bad, but 
Moving on. Taz is cutting a promo about next week's Dynamite Battle Royale. Leo Rush comes out and tells Taz Wait, to do no. everything Hold he up. can to Hold win. On. We had some Steiner math. Hold on. Uh, yeah, the 100%, the 1%. Two. We're, we have five out of the however many spots out of the, the that gives us a hundred and twenty five percent chance. No one talked about this this week. I'm burying every other podcast. You're all done. <laughs> but Garrett, man, the way this segment ends, it kind of made me sad. Dante Martin comes out and stands in front of Leo, smirks away as they cut, smirks at him as they cut away. Pain, pain is all I feel. <laughs> How misery. could you do it to us, Dante? No, but this is fine. We'll eventually get Dante versus Leo, and it'll fucking crush. Hopefully, oh, maybe absolutely. that's the winner is coming. Ooh. Or maybe it's too soon. Maybe they bring Leo into Team Taz. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do, but I'm down. Leo and, Leo and fucking... This whole little Team Taz. Dante clear the ring. Leo Rush. Matt what if this Arnell. is all a mind game? What if he's trying to take over Team Taz from within? Steals Hook from his own father. I'm down. Oh, shit. Um, we get a Jade interview with Smart Mark, and she congratulated Thunder Rosa on her win from last week. What a what a good what a friend. What a friend. This is literally it. <laughs> uh, we get TBS quarterfinal tournament match. Got a lot of matches on uh, Dynamite this week. Ruby Soho versus Chris Statlander, which I have been putting over as the two best women's wrestlers in AEW. I thought the match was really good. I, I really enjoyed it thoroughly. It it felt like a match that had big stakes. It felt like a match that meant something to them. It started off slow, built up, got going. The Statlander hit that blue thunder bomb on Soho. I loved it. However, Garrett, finish, man. It was a fucking roll-up. What the? Seriously? A roll-up? It's one of those old wrestling things where, like, they don't want to have a clean victory. Ruby's going to be their champion. You might as well just let it fucking happen. I don't know. They don't want Stat losing cleanly. The the finish felt rushed. Well, I mean, it's not going to be I want Stat losing cleanly right now. I think think a roll-up, and to me, it made sense. To me, it felt rushed. It felt out of place. It didn't work, and it kind of killed the momentum of the match for me. To, did, did, what what killed the momentum of this match was that it that it should that we shouldn't have to like that like it, this tournament should they, they should have booked a different tournament. I said it. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't have put all the top dogs in the tournament, but eh, they're clearly putting it over. It's Ruby versus fucking Jade in the final next couple weeks. It'll be all right. No, nah, it's not. No, nah, bro, Nyla versus fucking Jade, bro. It's happening. Hey, in a weird way. I'd kind of be all right. It'd be a good match yeah, for like 10 minutes, and then it'd be really like, oh, we ran out of offense. I mean, I'm still very excited to see Jade wrestle fun. Because I think, and this is not putting Nyla Rose down at all, because I think Nyla Rose is actually fantastic in the ring, but I just don't think Jade is there yet to have that 20-minute match, you know? Yeah. Side note, the Chargers are beating the crap out of the Bengals. Herbert versus um, Burrow, man, our fucking showdown. Joey. Joey B. Shout out Joey B, man. The GOAT college quarterback. All right, anyways, and we talked about our main event already. So, uh, Dynamite to me, just kind of running through that card again, man. I was like, Jesus, that was that was a pretty good show, actually. I, I don't think I had a problem with any of the matches on Dynamite, other than the the roll-up finish, which you didn't mind. So, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to me, that's clear as day. Dynamite gets thumbs up for me. 
Um, the only yep. thing I didn't like was the Britt Baker storyline not progressing, which I think yeah, you covered very nothing. well. So, yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah, so, well. so thumbs up for us from Dynamite. And yeah, we'll hop into Rampage. And Garrett, if you want to start us off with this opening match here, Tony Nese versus Sammy Guevara. What did you think of this? Yeah, uh, I really, I really honestly enjoyed this match. I really, so I, like I said, I did like this match. I did have a small complaint, which I'll get to in a second, but I really, I think Tony Nese should be on TV for like the next couple months. Cause like okay. they like to bring people in and then just like forget that they exist. So like he use this guy, have him put some people, like, you don't have to have him put some people over, but like maybe bring him into our Dante storyline. Yeah, just do some stuff with him. Have him win and lose. Do some stuff. Figure out where he's at. Figure like his finishing moves are fantastic, and he's got like in ring chemistry with like everybody he's been in so far. Um, Charlie, the wins that Sammy Guevara has stacked up recently. Let's just go through them. Okay, Miro, big. Okay, I mean that, that's the a redeemer. Level win. Yep, that that is as big All as right. it gets. Yep, that's massive. And then I believe who is it he faced right away? I just slipped my mind. It was the first match he had the next like the next couple Lee, of weeks. Uh, was it Lee? It... We know he faced Jay Lethal and Tony Nice. So okay, so yeah, Jay Lethal, Tony Nice. I'm trying to think who else he faced. Anyway, I'm saying he's been picking up some big wins recently. I forget who his second match was. They scheduled it like right away. I forget who it was, but pulling her up right um, now. Damn it. But anyway, um just like just think about those kinds of people. That's Ethan the- Page. Ethan and Page, all ego Ethan Page, who had just come off a massive, uh, you know, he's coming off, he was about to come off a massive win at the pay-per-view, you know? Miro, um, Bobby oh, wait, Fish, Ethan did. Page, Jay Lethal, Tony Nese. Those are his five. That, dude, that's what I'm, that's what I was getting at. Like, Sammy Guevara is absolutely killing it right now. Um, I'm loving this title reign. I, d- I hope it doesn't end. I mean, it's obviously <laughs> same, dude. Point. I fucking say. He's just putting on like four and a half star matches, I think, with like everybody. Like, it's crazy. He can't lose, but like, obviously he will. But, um, but my complaint fucking eight minutes into this match, there was a commercial. Yeah, dude. Rampage, man. I. Oh. So I thought we were getting our opening too? 20 minutes of uninterrupted wrestling that we didn't get on Dynamite. And, and there was only happen. two real matches on this show, man. We didn't need that. Come on. Yeah, what was the – they need to stop trying to shove so many promos into Rampage. It's not good. But I I, I like the match. It really picked up toward the end. Um, I Obviously, Nice wasn't winning, but, like, Guevara just is absolutely just killing it right now. I love it. I like what they're – and they kind of has this independent feel to the guys he's been wrestling other than, you know, Miro. Yeah, he's, everybody that steps into the company is just like, hey, you want a title shot? Like <laughs> – yeah, dude, it's it's been working to me, and you know what that might mean, though, Garrett. What is that? We could see Guevara versus Anthony Green. Uh, I'm just saying that I was going to throw something. that out there. That would be awesome. Our brains I'm are on just, the same wavelength here, my brother. I was going to throw that out there, but the other thing I would love to see, I would love to see Sammy Guevara versus Adam Cole. Okay, because I think Adam Cole is in a weird spot right now, man. I feel like you need to do something to, to like appease these these freaks on Twitter, like, uh, you know, like, cause like they're, they're, not, that's what they are. It's a small <laughs> group of people on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, dude, these freaks. That's just such a good way of putting it. It's like, it's, and then, and they get such a loud voice because, you know, the wrestling, you know, fan community out there loves to j- jerk off to that shit, you know, like, 
But I do know um, he's going to lose his title, too. You ready for this? uh, Oh, no. No, we were kind of joking about Team Taz jumping into something else. Dante Martin? What I actually think they're going to do is they'll let Team Taz run this little angle with Leo. They'll let Sammy run his next little angle with uh, whoever he does. I think the next TNT champion is going to be the kind of quote-unquote leader of Team Taz, if you will. I think it's going to be Ricky Starks. Now, I kind of talked to you a little bit before we went live. I was like, what are they going to do next two belts? Starks? Yes, I think Ricky Starks will face Guevara at Battle of the Belts, and Ricky Starks will win that title. I mean, now, they could do this with Hobbs. They could do this with Dante Martin. I'm down with fucking either, right? Give me Dante Martin versus Sammy Guevara immediately. Yeah, so... First of all... I think that's going to be the injection of the Team Taz storyline. Hold up, 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 hold up. How about this? Since he's with Team Taz... All right, hear me out for a second. Make Taz seem slightly more effective. And here's why. You get him a title shot against Sammy Guevara. Dante comes up short, but he puts in a really good effort. That's when Taz sends in Hobbs to just crush him. And then you okay. can have it be whoever that's going to get the title shot. It could be Ricky. It could be Hobbs. But just have Hobbs come in and save the day. Or somebody like whoever you want to put in there, obviously. But Something's telling me Ricky's going to get one of these titles. Pretty like, What I'm saying is like, yeah. I feel like there's something there that you can play into this Leo Rush stuff a little bit more. Because I feel like if you can get away with getting that match on TV... Um, like without having to book it because you don't have to like convincingly. I feel like Taz could get Dante a title shot. I feel like he absolutely could, especially with how great he's been. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So we'll hey, see. we'll see if they're into it. I don't know, but I, I don't know, man. Uh, Sammy Guevara, he's just killing it, man. I'm with you. I really love the match myself. Um, they, to me, they had great chemistry, and I'm cool if they run this back. I, Sammy hasn't faced someone twice yet with for the title, but maybe doesn't even need the I title on the line. See that. I would like them to do like a little a little angle for a few weeks. I would love to see that and just throw the title up a couple times. And be like the go to hell Tony. was awesome. Yep, <laughs> Tony, you Tony, Tony, you're not getting the title, you know. But anyway, um, yeah. So we immediately jump from that to a promo with Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express. And honestly, I was not expecting Cage to kind of go this route. But he was saying something along the lines of he will do everything to help maintain, you know, the the momentum of the Jurassic Express and guide them to the AEW tag team. If it's title. the last thing he does in his yeah, career. Yeah, if it's the last thing he does. I was like, whoa. I wasn't expecting that right. direction from Christian, Christian Cage. Here's your first move. Get Marco Stunt back on TV. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Thunder Rosa comes out. She hops on commentary, and we're like, okay, where are they going for this? And uh, pick a fucking commentator. It sets up it. Jade Cargill versus Janai Kai, who they were um, kind of talking about. This is one of Thunder Rosa's students. So, Thunder Rosa, you know, she trains wrestlers. She has her own little school there. And, you know, I kind of thought that was a little cool thing to do. Because uh, it, 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 what it was was just a squash match, but they kind of put a little bit of something behind it, you know. A little, a little plot mechanic, plot device, if you will, that kind of puts your eye on it a little more, more than just a random person, and that it's someone that Thunder Rosa knows. Can I just say, respect. everybody that came out for a single match of commentary absolutely put zero effort into the commentary. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 
Because I don't yeah. blame them, because there's other stuff that they're doing while they're there, obviously, if they're there, for, they could be... It felt like they just pulled everybody but for why commentary. Isn't, why isn't... Uh, I'm blanking on his AEW name, but Big Show. Paul White? Paul White. Why isn't Paul White just out there doing it? Or Mark Henry, or Nick Taz, you know? You have three guys that you sign that do dark and elevation all the time. And maybe he was just busy, but... Wouldn't it just be easy to have CM Punk or, commentary or, for the entire show? Oh my god, that would be so good. Uh, why has he not been commentating, by the way? I uh, I don't know. I would have just had He Punk did the it. first like couple of weeks. Maybe even yeah, the first month. I mean, they'll probably bring him in next week to do it. But um So yeah, that was just a quick Jade Cargill squash. Uh they're really teasing Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill. Which yeah, I think that to be like I think it's great for Jade, after. man. She's had one in my opinion, they've let her really go rope to rope with uh, Layla. That's like kind Dude, of the only one recently, right. and I love the match. Give I- this legs gas, and then end it with a lights out match because I feel like that should be fucking Thunder Rosa's gimmick. Is that she does that? Hear me out. Let this main event next fucking rampage. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Twenty five minutes. The you know the one commercial break. Boom. Let them just fucking go. They're not going to, but it's they're it's not going though. to. They'll let them, you know. They'll throw them in the middle of fucking dynamite. Thunder Rosa, sixty second squash. It's fine. Oh my god! Please no. Let Jade. If Jade's gonna win, which uh, she's probably going to, I'd be very shocked if she didn't. Actually, uh, let them have a match. Let's let's see the match. Nah, Thunder Rosa's no. It's the Young Bucks. Yeah. Instant death. It then goes to the Young Bucks and Adam Cole cutting a promo on Orange Cassidy. Oh, which, by the way, probably is another one of our winner matches. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. Cole says that Cassidy tried to steal the spotlight and that Cassidy's a laughingstock of AEW. Again, we talked about when these all these guys came in the company. One of the easiest feuds is Orange Cassidy for so many fucking reasons. Uh, Orange Cassidy is just awesome. Yeah, he, he is AEW too. And then what I thought was interesting here, so while Cole was talking, we had Don Callis appear kind of in the background just passing by while he's on the phone, and he patted Nick Jackson on the back. Nick Jackson says the Young Bucks, when they will return to action the next week's Dynamite, they will challenge the two of the best friends to a match, and it's revealed they'll face Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero. We we then jump into a promo from Eddie Kingston talking about what Daniel Garcia and 2.0 did to Jericho. Kingston says he does not care what they did to Jericho. However... Kingston says he's got a problem with Daniel Garcia and 2.0 for going after him. How you do these guys? So, partner. Yeah. Daniel Garcia and 2.0 are constantly putting against fucking good wrestlers. Dude, dude it feels like Eddie's them, finally like, got that spark kicked back into his ass to fucking start doing some good stuff. Cause like he, this was short, sweet to the point and it sounded great. Like agreed. Yeah. You can just point a camera at Eddie and he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we get a little quick video package setting up Danielson versus Silver, which I think has been the one match everyone's been waiting for, including myself, and I believe you too. So, Excalibur talks about some of the stuff we'll see next week, which we'll talk about later at the end of the show. And then we get our Mark Henry interview. Uh, Henry asks Pac, how can you wrestle so with dumb. one eye? And then he goes, do I look blind to you? <laughs> You do now. He's so fucking goofy, man. He's well, he awesome. is blind now. The man has no eyes. I'm not blind to you. I can't do his accent. He's got him. no eyes now. Where's he going to see from? Yeah, so... Um, Pac says he will then get Malachi Black for what he did to Ray Phoenix, which we've already talked about. I think that's a winner's coming match. And then that takes us to our main event of Rampage. And Garrett, if you want to kind of take it from here, we had El Penta Zero M and Pac facing FTR. 
in so, a fun main event. So, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, Pac's eye got gouged out. This might actually be the more brutal match somehow. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah. This was like I wasn't expecting that to be the ending of the uh, of of Rampage this week was just blood on the hands of Malachi Black as he just like accidentally like, actually gouged his eyes. Just somehow. a sadistic stare too. Oh yeah, I feel like Malachi Black versus Pac is going to be a match on Winter is Coming now because like you'd be stupid not to do that match now, you know? Like, yep. um, and I would love I would love for Penta to be or Penta and Phoenix to be in his corner too. Because, like, if you don't have a match for them, if you're holding them until Battle of the Bells because of injuries or something, you know what I mean? Like, that, that would be great, actually. Give them an excuse to be on the show, you know what I mean? Like, um, what is the name of – is it Alex Abrihantes? Is that the name of the uh, the manager of the um, – Yes. I He's actually fucking great, and people do not talk about it enough. Like, I love him. And he's, like, actually fantastic when he does promos with them. Like, when you know, when he's translating or whatever. Like, FTR's robes and music, by the way, ten out of ten. Yes, um, FTR are just on top of the world right now, and they fucking know it. Like, who would you? Okay, all right, three months ago, if I told you that FTR were going to win the AAA tag titles off of that of Lucha Bros, <laughs> you'd be like, "What? <laughs> They're going to do a hot now?" Yeah, so like, no. not that they couldn't go win AAA's tag titles, but they it didn't seem like in their purview but then like triple a must have just called and like we want you to be champion and they're like okay (laughs) like when we did our raw deal podcast and then our squad cast we would always put over uh the revival and then it felt like they weren't being used what they could have been outside of nxt garrett i think they're finally back to being used what they should have been this feels to me like when everyone was like great matches. American Alpha and Enzo and Cass and blah, 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 and like and it was actually them, you know, like it was always the best matches that all those teams got the credit for were always against the revival. But it's because they didn't go out there, they didn't do all these pretty things. They they don't have the the pretty, you know, they made it fucking isn't it crazy that out of, uh, that original era of NXT tag team wrestling that we all praise so much for leading NXT to being such a tag team centered thing? The only team to win titles within their first run on the main roster was actually American Alpha, which got broken out. Yeah, career-ending injury. But that was after they broke up. But yeah, it's... uh, God, I would have loved to see what Jason Jordan could have progressed into. That's one of those sad ones, man. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You remember when him and Seth Rollins sat down with Christian and Jason Jordan just got booed out of the building? That guy was the greatest thing ever. That guy had the heat people fucking dreamed for. And and he got career injured. Sad day, sad day. But yeah, man, I'm with you on the page main event. I loved it. I I think uh, Malachi Black doing what they did. Looked fun. I think FTR picking up this win again was the right direction here. Because if yeah, this is a winner, it's coming. Finish too. It was like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like They're I, not afraid to mention that they could be the first two-time champs, which makes me uh, get my uh, little thinking glass on there. Yeah. But I, again, dude, I told you, I could see them doing it, man. Like the Lucha Bros are not the kind of team that needs the championship. So they could have them having matches against, like I don't know, the Young Bucks and people that don't have championships right now. You know, like. I can see it happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, they've been champs for uh, 91 days now. They've had a pretty fun little reign. I would not be surprised if they take it off soon. 
I mean, who guess, else? Okay, who else are you gonna see taking it off of them right now? I mean, like FTR held the the AEW tag team titles for sixty three days. So oh they, yeah, you could. Totally they've already more far time. past that that fucking thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's see it. FTR two time champs. Let's have them. You know, let's have some heel champions. Kind of take us through that next little uh, beginning <laughs> of the year. Double champs. But yeah, um, Rampage. Like we kind of went over, it was two good matches, a match that didn't really matter. And it doesn't count as a match. I'm sorry. It was, did they even give the other person any offense? No, she got beat literally instantly, which is kind of funny because we always talk about that's just what they know what to do with Jade. Um, And (laughs) again, when when we say stuff like that, just in case this is your first time checking us out and you've listened all the way through this an hour and 15 minutes, we appreciate that. If that, we love Jade and we think that she's, Got something that nobody else has in the in the business, really. When it comes to a woman's wrestler, she the yeah. way the way Jade is built, the way she carries herself, and just how the whole character is. There's nothing like it. It's that. Okay, let me just give you a list of characters really quickly that haven't worked to the extent that Jade has worked. That were female characters. Uh, there was I one back in the day that I can't think of the name of, but you guys know which one I'm talking about. Uh, we've had in the last few years, we've had Nia Jax. We way before that had Tamina. I mean. There's been various indie women that have done a similar thing and not worked out. Yeah. And even to an extent, Nyla Rose, not over to the point that Nyla Rose like, would, would like to be, you know, like I would, I would think like, I love Nyla, but I think Nyla could be more just like, I think Jade could be more, but they just don't allow these people to just try things. Nyla Rose has been given the opportunity, but they just don't use the women. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. But yeah, so Rampage in a thumbs up, thumbs down world. Garrett? Eh, thumbs in the middle. Okay. See, for me, I think I really like the two matches. So, uh, I'm going to go thumbs up for our boy Tony Nese. Thumbs up world Okay, respect. I just... <sighs> hey, I know. I feel like the first match, man. Hey, I do not blame you. They really rubbed me the wrong way. I timed it this week because I was upset when it came in. I was like, how early? And I was like, what? <laughs> Seven minutes and 57 seconds or something like that. Real quick, we'll hit what we got for next week, although we kind of mentioned them all. But we got the Brian Danielson versus John Silver, which I'm sure we'll start the show. We got Jamie Hayter versus Riho, which, uh, hey, uh, you know, a women's match. Uh, Riho's going to squash Hayter. <sighs> but, you know, hey, it is a women's match that doesn't have uh, – Hey, it's a TBS booked, title. booked women. Or, yeah, so, hey, good for them. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that. The Young Bucks are back facing Rocky Romero and Chuck Taylor. I'm sure that'll kick ass. And now, Garrett, we saved this on purpose for the end of the show. The Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale. Dante Martin wins. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> I, they're going to do names like that, though. And you ready for my well, winner? All, all, no, all the members of Team Taz are in it, right? Like, they said that. I actually don't know who's in it. They said they had like four or five spots, I think. So like there's, I think they're in it, but I mean, I don't know. It'd be kind of funny if Team Taz just threw everybody out and then like the Team Taz just collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. They all just Taz comes into the ring trying to settle it and they just all beat up Taz. <laughs> but I, I know him hey man. you ready for this? This is who I think they're having win that. Okay. Maybe it's just optimistic thinking at the same time. For some reason, I'm getting the vibe that they want to put Lee Moriarty over on something. And uh, I'm thinking they're going to have him win that and then face, uh, I believe it's MJF, who he faces. Uh, I believe MJF so. has the ring. Yeah, right? I think so. I don't know how it works. I don't know how so. all that works. Yeah, so we'll we'll 
follow along with Presumably the winner of the Battle Royale will... I think if I think MJF might have a chance to defend it in that maybe. I yeah. don't know. And like and then if they beat him maybe they get a shot at it. I don't I don't know, man. It's not like a championship belt so it's weird. It's like it's like those trophies they hand out in WWE every couple of years, you know, like that don't actually mean anything, but they well they do some of them once a year, but like they don't mean anything cuz you're not going to get a push out of it, you know, like just like MJF hasn't gotten a title shot out of having the diamond ring, you know. Like, in a way it's just kind of like whoever gets it makes some money, right? I mean you know, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a, like it's the same as being a champion. I'm sure the battle royal and the the ladder match winner also get a little boost for a little while while they're on their way to their title shot. You know, like yeah, at least they should. You know, Bring, give me more Marco stunt. Hey, maybe He's not Christian a side Cage character. Wins. Give him the respect he deserves. Yeah, so maybe Christian Cage. I don't know. We'll see. We'll follow along with you. Christian guys. Cage versus Marco Stunt in a ladder match for the right to be Jungle Boy's partner. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, so Jungle Boy in a pole match. I, he's got. He's drifting into the abyss. Jungle Boy in a, on a loose so much. But yeah, guys. So that'll take care of us. Uh, that'll take care the of everything. Was literally week. just Lucas. <laughs> um. Anything else to close out with that you can think of, Garrett? Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast so that you make sure you don't miss out on anything. And uh, it's pretty much it. I don't have any streams planned for this weekend. I'll be back on Monday. I got big stuff planned. Announcements haven't been made yet, so I can't talk about it. But um, you know, I'll be announcing stuff later today, so check out my Twitter. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess with that, we'll, we'll see you guys next time. Take care, my fellow wrestling fans. Leave the dog alone. No! You're not a real MJF wrestler! MJF has driven the dog for hurts. <laughs> <laughs>